Welcome to the Vanessa G. Fitcast. If you think eating less is the answer to getting lean, or that you have to choose between having donuts and wine or having a body you love, well then, girl, you are in the right place. Chances are you've fallen victim to diet culture's terrible advice on how to eat and exercise. But don't worry, this podcast is going to bring you actionable information so you can start transforming your body without giving up your life. I'm Vanessa Gillette, founder and head coach of Vanessa G Fitness and Nutrition. This podcast was born from my passion for helping all women create bodies they feel confident in. Thank you for tuning in and trusting me to support and guide you. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the Vanessa G Fitcast. I'm Vanessa Gillette Pozos, and here with me is my incredible co-host who is a really great clapper. <laughs> What's up, everybody? How's our VGFM doing today? I'm laughing because I had to restart the episode because I was telling Vanessa, I was like, if we don't get a good clap and we get into action, I just feel like I don't get in my groove, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and like my, my VGFN, uh, I don't know, my... my my, my podcasting voice. Yes, How about but that? it took you three times to practice your clap so hey. that we could start the episode, Third which time's we don't charm, even baby. include the clap in the recording. So <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Well, but. whatever. <laughs> but you get my point. How are you, Vanessa? I'm doing well. I'm, you know, I, I'm excited about this topic that we're covering today because uh, I, I swear so many times I'm asked by women of like, you know, and it's almost in this like frantic tone all the time of like, I don't know if I'm eating too much or too little. How am I supposed to know? I hear from some people that maybe I'm under eating, but then I hear from these like dudes on Instagram that like it's all about a calorie deficit and I just need to eat less. And then like, I just don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Man, those dudes on Instagram, huh? It's always the dudes on Instagram. (laughs) And so, Omar, I know you've talked to um, a lot of people even recently that like mm-hmm. really showed some serious signs of under eating. So I think it'd be really great for us today if we even talk through what some signs are that you might be under eating to help some women kind of figure out for themselves and not so, so much focus on the numbers and not be like, is this enough food for me? But actually just look at themselves symptomatically. How are they feeling? And kind of use that to figure out am I under eating? Yeah, absolutely. And and here's the thing, you know, we talk to so many people all the time and at times it's really hard to say, yes, you are eating enough. You know, you're not eating enough. Yes, you are training enough. You're overtraining because we don't have the whole picture, right? And it's one, probably a little unethical for us to be like, yeah, do this, do that. And two, it's just really hard to even begin to come up with anything because again, we don't even know what your body has gone through. We don't even know where you're trying to go. So that's why we like to get on on some calls to, or, or at least console calls to at least get a better idea, get a, a bigger picture of what all is going on before we can do that. Um, but yeah, before we started, and as I was, as we were kind of chatting about the episode, one person kind of came to mind, and we had a chat. Um, I think it was like last uh, Wednesday or Thursday. But anyways, yeah. So she had had this. Uh, big change, big transformation in her life. And she had lost over 70 pounds due to crash dieting, due to quick fixes, due to restricting herself along the way. And she was at a point where she was at a loss of knowing what to do from there. Because one of the things that she had done, which um, it, it, when you said those dudes from Instagram, it kind of uh, gave a, a light bulb in my head. Her boyfriend was um, or is a, a bodybuilder. He's very active. He, he loves to go to the gym. He loves to do all this stuff. So basically, she was like, when COVID came around, 
Um, she was like, I was training for a powerlifting meet and I was relatively active myself. She's like, but I had never been able to lose the weight that I wanted. So then COVID came around, the gym's closed. She's like, I had no access to anything. I had no access to trainers. She's like, so basically I started training like my boyfriend did and I started eating just like what he did. And she, and, and for him, it was chicken, broccoli, and rice. And, um, she's like, I lost a ton of weight. She's like, but now I don't know where to go from here because one, she's like, I am eating, I think she's eating, I want to say like 11, 1200 calories. And she's like, I have not seen the scale move. I have not seen any physical changes in about two, three months now. And the worst part of it all is she's like, I cannot get myself to train because I keep getting injured over and over and over. She's like, it started with like joint pains, knee pains. Um, she's like, then I just don't feel recovered. And um, she's like, I'll sleep eight, nine, 10 hours a day. She's like, and it doesn't matter what I do. I have brain fog. I feel fatigued. I feel lethargic. She's like, my body is just not responding to anything I do. And on top of that, this poor girl is working a full-time job. She's going to grad school and she's training, I think she said three to four times a, a week doing like heavy powerlifting stuff, strength training, and her body is just not moving, not responding to anything that she does. So she's like, so, um, and, and at this point, she's like, I, I'm working with a trainer. She's like, and, and this is the crazy thing, which I, I think, I don't know if I shared this with you, babe, but uh, when she told her trainer this, she's like, why am I not seeing the changes? Her trainer's response was, let's go vegan. Let's go, maybe maybe your body's just not processing protein enough. So she's like, let's let's just forget about protein. Let's just go vegan oh. um, and try that route. So she was like, yeah. So she's like, either you guys can you know, help me or give me some pointers or I'm just going to go vegan. She's like, because I, I, I've tried it all. And at that point, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, let's get on a call, get to get get some more information, really get the full picture of what's currently going on so that I can see how we can best help. And long story short, we, we kind of helped her along the way, but it's just those same symptoms, a lot of those same um, habits, a lot of those same approaches that we keep seeing over and over. And people get to a point where like, where do I go from here? And if this sounds remotely like anything that you've done out there to our listeners, listen up because I think you're going to break this down really well as to one, why the things that you're doing aren't working. And then number two, what do we actually need to do from here so that we can actually get our body to respond? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's one of those things where I think some people might be like, wow, like, this person, you know, lost 70 pounds and like pretty quickly, like, that's amazing. Like, what did she do? I want to do that too. Right. You know, a lot of people like mistakenly look at just the weight loss and they think, wow, that that's a really great thing. And while in some situations that can be a great thing, the way that we do it is so important because in this instance, it became a very unhealthy thing for her, yeah. where her body is now experiencing a lot of symptoms of some serious health issues on the inside that are going to, if she doesn't take care of these things, cause her to very quickly gain the weight back and not be able to lose any more weight at all going forward. And the other problem there too was one of the things that she needed help with is she's starting to have a bad relationship with food because mm. when she feels so restricted throughout the week, she kind of goes on the weekends where she's just like, screw this. If it's not going to work, then why am I putting myself through this? So now we're kind of starting to binge on the weekends, overeat on the weekends. And no matter what she's doing, it's just not working. So she's just at a point where like, she's like, is like, is there something wrong with me? Is my body not like, can I just not do this? Do I not have the motivation? So you start to question every single little thing that you do. Yeah. And I, and I want to say too, like if, you know, the girl we're describing here, if she's listening to this and maybe she's self-identifying like, oh my gosh, that was me. 
there's nothing wrong yeah. with what you've done because these things aren't being taught. You've been given really bad advice, unfortunately, but you've already done the right thing and reaching out for help and making sure that we can get these things corrected. So you don't continue to feel this way and continue to die really dig yourself into yeah. a deeper and hole. And that was that was so cool to see because as we started to break this down, I was like, actually, it's not you. I was like, it's maybe a little bit of the approach. Like there was such an aha moment. She's like, oh my God. She's like, like I can fixable. breathe. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like, it was just like a sigh of relief. She's like, okay, I, I know there's a light at the end of the tunnel. She's like, now tell me more about, you know, how what, what I can do for myself, yeah. which, which I thought was really cool. And so obviously for this story, like it's very easy for us to say like, yeah, clearly she's under eating. She's eating 1,100, 1,200 calories. She's exercising quite a bit she lost a lot of weight in a very short period of time which is not a healthy rate of weight loss so like if there's a lot of ways for us to easily deduce yes she is under eating but for a lot of women maybe they don't track their calories maybe they aren't like rapidly losing weight maybe they aren't losing weight at all and they're just like I don't know if the reason I'm not losing weight is maybe that I'm actually not eating enough and I don't really know how to track my calories or I don't like to track my calories so I don't even know Maybe I'm even tracking my calories, but like, I don't know if my ratios of macronutrients are enough. Like I, it's a lot of people just feel that paralysis by analysis. Yeah. So in this episode, I want to break down six of the most common symptoms that I see when women are under eating. And the first one is you're frequently getting sick. So this is one where, you know, if you are under eating, you're probably not getting in enough of the right macronutrients. So protein, carbs, and fat. So like, for example, you know, that girl getting very bad advice to go vegan from here means that she's probably going to end up cutting her protein even lower, which is the last thing her body needs right now as through these signs and symptoms that she's experiencing. But even with not getting enough adequate mic macronutrients, we also tend to miss out on the micronutrients that we need when we're under eating. So if we're not eating enough, even if the only things we're eating are salads, you're not going to get all of the vitamins and minerals you need because you actually just typically can't get enough of that just from a low calorie diet, no matter what types of foods, no matter how healthy it is that you're eating. If we're not getting in enough vitamin C, vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin E, zinc, like really just all of it. Like iron is a big one that women are deficient in. And if we're not getting enough of these micronutrients, these vitamins and minerals that your body needs to function, it's going to affect your immune system, which is going to make you very susceptible to getting sick very easily. Now so, imagine um, adding that with, if you have little kids at home or you're like, you know, you, you just have a lot of bacteria and yeah. stuff around you, like you're going to be even more susceptible to getting sick, right? Yeah. So if you're just not getting in enough calories overall, or if you're not getting enough diversity in your meals, because you are eating a very bro diet, you're just eating chicken, rice, and broccoli, you're not going to get in the, the nutrients that you need. And you're probably going to start getting sick very easily. So that's number one. Number two, which is another symptom that we saw in this story that we were telling, is you're having poor performance in the gym. And this is something where it's like maybe you've gotten into a good routine with your fitness, you're making some strides, you feel like you're getting stronger, and then suddenly you feel like you just plateau, where you're just not able to get stronger anymore, you're struggling to hit new PRs, new personal records, and you feel like you're just not making any progress. Maybe you feel lower energy in your workouts. You feel like you're just, it's harder and harder to motivate yourself to work out. This is a major sign that you're not giving your body enough fuel because we need enough calories in order to give your body the energy it needs to burn in those workouts. Your body doesn't just burn fat in a workout and then you just start losing weight. 
your body is breaking down muscle. And then in the recovery process from the food you're eating, you're building that muscle back up. And then that muscle is burning calories and ultimately burning body fat. It's not as like, oh, I'm going to starve myself and just work out as much as I can. And I'm just going to get really skinny. That's not really how that works, at least not in a healthy way. You will have terrible rebound and terrible side effects from that. Yeah. And can you talk a little bit too on the training and and the recovery part of that aspect as well? Because that was one of the things that when I was talking to this girl, she was like, she's like, I just can't recover. She's like, I can go to sleep eight, nine hours a day. She's like, but I feel sore. I feel exhausted. And at times people are like, oh, I'm just being a baby or I'm just being a wimp or, you know, I just need to suck it up. And it's like, hey, at some point or another, sure, there's a little bit of, of, of you, you kind of just kind of have to work through it. But at the other point is you have to listen to your body. And if for some reason your body's extremely sore or like when we were doing CrossFit back in the day, we would get out of bed and like have to tiptoe your bed your way out because you were just like feeling yeah. all the pains. That's a telltale sign that something is going on to where you're, you're just not recovering properly, right? Exactly. Because if we go down that path of now we're chronically under recovered because we're not giving our body enough fuel to recover from our workouts, we're not fueling our workouts properly, then that's going to lead to actually symptom number three, which is you're frequently getting injured. And this might not necessarily mean injured in the sense of like, oh, you're breaking bones. It might just mean that you're realizing that like you have a little bit more joint pain. You're waking up a little bit more achy in the morning. Like you just kind of have a little bit more like just like this achiness in your body. Maybe your muscles are a little bit more sore. Maybe you are eventually getting to a place where you actually find yourself breaking bones. Like you can get to that point where now suddenly you're like, oh my gosh, I have a broken wrist from just, you know, falling in the gym or just like holding a weight the wrong way. That can happen because you are under fueling your body and not not giving your body enough calories that does put you at more of a risk for injury. And that's exactly what we were seeing happen with her. I've had that happen to me in the past when I was under eating and over exercising. You go for a period of time where you're in this, what I call a recovery deficit, where your body's under recovered, under recovered, but you just keep going, keep going, keep going. And eventually your body breaks. Literally, you start to have these aches and pains to where you can't work out anymore because your body is just having these injuries. Yeah, I know one of the things for me, like when I'm I'm in a like a weight loss uh, phase of my life, and I'll I'll try and go and lift heavy, and I just I like I get lightheaded. I'm like I just can't do it. I'm like oh my gosh, like 135 pounds on a bar when I'm usually squatting like 300 pounds. I'm like this feels so heavy, and I just get lightheaded. And I'm always like okay, like obviously I'm not eating enough to be able to do something like this. Um, and right now I'm eating upwards of like 3000 calories and 315. I'm like, I can do this all day long, not all day long by wish, but, uh, <laughs> you know, a couple of reps here and there. I'm like, I feel great. I feel fantastic. And yeah. it's such a, it's like night and day difference when it comes to it. Totally. And so symptom- totally dude, <laughs> <laughs> well, symptom number four is you're constantly tired and just really low energy all the time. Mm-hmm. And this is the one that we probably talk about a lot, probably like at nauseum, our clients are, are, Clients, our listeners, everybody's probably just sick of even hearing this as like a symptom of under eating because it's probably the most common one I hear. But that's because it's probably the one you can spot earliest on. If you're not experiencing any other symptoms, you probably will notice this one first, which is our first little like orange flag that we're probably not eating enough. And then if it gets worse, then we definitely know this is a red flag. And it's because at the end of the day, when we talk about calories, calories are not this like scary thing that you were taught growing up, you just need to eat less of because they're going to make you fat. Calories is a term to measure energy. It is a measure of energy. So if you're eating low calories, you are giving your body low energy. That's just frankly how it works. 
So if we com- if we pair that now with we're not sleeping as well, we're waking up during the night, we're having trouble falling asleep at night, maybe we have really early mornings, so we have to get up for some reason, pairing just sleep deprivation or poor sleep quality with a low calorie diet under eating, it's a recipe for disaster because then we're not getting the restorative time that we need at night to be able to recover, to be able to you know, make sure that we are um, lowering inflammation, to make sure that we are balancing our hormones and ultimately burning fat. That does happen at nighttime. It doesn't really happen as much during the day. Yeah. Now think of, of, of this, like if you're eating low calorie, you have low energy, you're maybe not having the best routine to, to go to sleep. Uh, then you're also probably busy with work and you're training five, six days a week. I mean, no wonder your body is not, you know, moving or you're not putting on the lean muscle. You're not building the booty, the, 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 the back, the tries, whatever you're trying to do. It's like, we're just not having enough calories, enough energy to be able to do all this stuff. Like you're the, the last thing your body is worried about right now is building muscle or losing fat right now. It's trying to protect you. It's trying to keep you alive, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And so many more issues can come from this. If we're, you know, now not getting quality sleep, that's a major stressor on the body on top of eating low calories is a major stressor on the body. And this just chronic stress, is just going to ultimately, it's going to lead to bigger issues. You know, it's so common for women who've been eating chronically low diets to end up with autoimmune issues, to end up with serious hormonal imbalances and gut disturbances and all these different things. So it's really, really important to get this under control. Would you say, Vanessa, and I'm curious, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Like I know one of the things that people that tend to have low energy is they self-medicate with caffeine. So would a good telltale sign of maybe really having low energy levels would be like, let's lean off caffeine and see how that feels. Like if you're just extremely exhausted and you just can't like stay awake, like without caffeine, it's like, okay, well then clearly there's a sign there, another sign there that we need to, you know, increase calories or eat better nutrients so that we can sustain higher energy levels. And the thing too is like coffee especially is also an appetite suppressant. So Mm. a lot of people who are maybe just having coffee in the morning or having coffee between meals, like it's an easy way to also feel not hungry. So then it's like, they're like, well, I got, yeah, I, you know, I feel like I can't eat anymore. It's like, well, let's maybe try removing the coffee and let's see how your body suddenly now wants you to actually get energy from food because you aren't suppressing your appetite from the caffeine and you aren't just like running around like an energizer buddy from the caffeine. Yeah. That was actually one of the things that I've been most proud of as, as we've kind of I've been working with our, my coach cat is, um, as I've kind of increased calories, I'm trying to build some more muscle. I'm not drinking any caffeine at all. Like I'm, I'm doing decaf in the morning and that's just because I enjoy the the taste of coffee. Um, I'm not using any pre-workout and I feel amazing. So I was telling her, I was like, wow, I'm like, it's so crazy to see just what food can do to you. Like my energy levels are high throughout the day without an ounce of caffeine in my body. And, And it's just so amazing to see how your body can respond to more food. Totally. Love it. Well, number five, then on our, our list of signs that you might be under eating is you're experiencing changes in your menstrual cycle, or you may have even gone as far as completely lost your period. And I'm not referring to those who are on hormonal birth control that um, leads to losing a period like you know certain IUDs, um, or even just some birth controls can have some irregularities in your period. But if you are noticing your menstrual cycle is changing over time, you know, if your period is getting longer or shorter, because a normal period would last between 
three to seven days and a normal menstrual cycle is going to be, you know, plus or minus four days from like a a normal cycle of being 28, 29 days. So if you are now getting up into like the mid thirties on how many days of your entire menstrual cycle is taking, like that's a sign that something is off. Or if your cycle is really, really short, that's a sign that something is off. And it's really, really important that we are tracking our cycle. We are being aware of these things. We're not just being blind to this because this is your body's, you know, like a lot of times people have called this just a, um, like the, another vital sign in our bodies, because as women, this is such a sign. It's such a beautiful way of our body expressing to us how our health is overall, because our sex hormones, our cycles are affected by pretty much everything else going on in the body. So if something else is off, it's going to show up in your cycle. So that's a very, very easy sign to see that things are off. And I know with, you know, the story we were talking about of um, the sweet girl who has lost weight all too quickly from a very low calorie diet. She also, I I think I remember you saying that she had gotten off birth control only shortly before she really started that weight loss journey. And getting off of birth control is, while in many cases it can be the right thing for our body, it's very, very important that we support our body the right way through that process because it is a very stressful transition on the body. If you've been on hormonal birth control for, you know, more than a few years, then your body is really, really used to relying on that the birth control supplying those hormones, giving you those fake hormones essentially. And so your body hasn't had to produce hormones on its own. And on top of that, hormonal birth control depletes your nutrient store. So a lot of these vitamins and minerals you actually store in the body is almost like, you know, that's your body's way of, it's not just relying on food. It's able to pull from those stores, but it, those stores become depleted. So now when we get off birth control and your body has to start creating its own hormones, it's like doesn't remember how to. And then it goes to the nutrient stores and they're empty. And it's like, oh my God, what do I do? And you're meanwhile eating this low calorie diet. You're not refilling those nutrient stores. It's only going to get worse and worse. And it can lead to tons of other issues. So it's really, really important to take these things seriously. I don't have much to add to that one. (laughs) I think I kind of covered that one. Well, number six, and this is another one that I think is probably one of the most common ones I see. And it's one of the easiest ones to kind of spot within yourself if you suspect maybe I am under eating. And this is, you might be having just food obsessive thoughts all of the time. And it's hard to even really describe like exactly what this looks like because it can look differently in different people. But if you're finding that like you eat your meal and then you're already thinking about your next meal, like you're going through work and you're just like constantly thinking about food and you know, you see somebody else eating and it feels triggering for you. Maybe you're like, oh my God, they're eating pizza. I can't eat pizza. That's bad. And like these types of just thoughts around food that are clearly not very healthy, not very balanced and just exhibiting a healthy relationship with food. If you're having these thoughts, then it might be a sign that you're not eating enough. And I know for myself in the past, when I've been on very low calorie diets and, you know, when I've gone through these things myself, I would even find that I would start having dreams about food. Really? Oh yeah. I would have dreams of like somebody is eating ice cream and they offer me the ice cream and I really want the ice cream, but I just can't get it. And it's like in the dream, I'm like chasing the ice cream everywhere yeah. or just <laughs> crazy things. Funny. 
And it's, it is funny. Like we can laugh at it, but it's also a reality of like, these are things to notice and not just be like, ha that's weird. I had a dream last night about ice cream. Let's maybe think about that a little bit. Like maybe your body's trying to tell you something that it feels restricted, that it's seeking these really easy sources of nutrients. It's why our cravings increase when we're also under eating. It's because your body knows, well, I can eat that, you know, salad over there, which is very low calorie, or I can eat that ice cream, which is very calorie dense and will just supply me with like sugars very quickly to help me feel better right away. Yeah. One of the things I start doing when I'm in like a, a, a calorie cut or I'm trying to lose weight is I like right off the bat, before I even go to eat anything, I look at the food label and I'm like, all right, how many calories is this? Or like, I just instinctively, I'm like, all right, how many grams of fat is this? How many grams of carbs is this? Because I'm like, I, I just, I'm constantly looking at, you know, what is it that, it, you know, going to provide me the least amount of calories, but be like the biggest, uh, most filling meal for me. And that's where like my mind starts to go. And then after a while, I'm like, okay, this is not a healthy way to look at things because food is just food. Right. Yep. And, and when I start to kind of go down that rabbit hole, I, I start to step back. I'm like, okay, maybe it's time to either increase calories or just kind of work other ways so that we don't have to develop this unhealthy relationship with food because at the end of the day, and and this is something I, I always like to ask people. I'm like, when they tell me, I'm like, I can't stick to my diet. It's just so strict. It's just so hard. Like I just have no motivation. I'm like, well, let's think of it this way. Do you think that maybe the reason you can't stick to your diet or maybe the reason you can't, you know, follow things to hundred percent or be adherent, it's not because you lack motivation or you lack willpower. Maybe it's because the approach that we're doing is too restrictive or it's just not sustainable to your daily lifestyle and what you're currently doing. And then it like half the time, um, people are like, Oh my gosh, like, yeah, maybe that's what it is. And I'm like hundred percent, because if you can't do this sustainably and, and do it forever, then you're never going to be able to, to do it, um, to be able to help you get to where you want to go, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I, I know even last night we were talking about how, you know, before you met me, you never even like, my life was terrible. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But for another reason, your life was terrible was because before you met me, you never would allow yourself to eat like nut butters or oils or different things like that, because you just thought like, oh, fats are bad. And I just seem to avoid them. And that was, you know, prior to really you having knowledge around nutrition and around the body and health. And you just, that was just also because I just didn't like peanut butter. I don't know why. But yeah. now I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did that too. Yeah. But yeah, no, there was one of those things where like, I think I was the one that introduced you to like almond butter and then you mm-hmm. like, were like, oh, like, I can have this. It's delicious. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> it's a great source of healthy fats. Like yeah. um, healthy fats are a good thing. We need to have fats in our diet. And so it's just one of these things of like, just to even show to everybody that like, you're not alone with being confused around this stuff. We've been there. That's why we're so passionate about teaching on this stuff because both Omar and I have experienced really almost all of these symptoms that we're talking about because we have gone through periods of under eating in our past before we understood nutrition. And so I want everybody to really hear that and really understand that like you might look to us now as experts, but we haven't always been experts. We weren't just like born with this knowledge. We weren't taught this magically growing up. We had to teach this to ourselves and we had to get the proper mentorship and coaching to be taught these things. So it's okay if you're struggling. It's okay if you're under eating right now. It's okay if you don't know how to best fuel your body. You have to just help yourself through that by seeking out support and seeking out quality education like you're doing right now by listening to this podcast. So it's okay. You don't have to be stressed about it. But I hope that this was helpful for at least somebody out there. Maybe they're able to identify that 
They might be under eating and now they recognize that they want to work through it. And if that is you, we have trainings in our free Facebook group, which is linked in the show notes, which will teach you how to actually go through the process of eating more food. Just go into the Facebook group, shoot me a message, um, and I can make sure that we get you the right video and right training for that. And oh my gosh, the weekly trainings that the coaches do in there, people half the time are always like, I love the replay. Like, I want to see this. I want to see this video again because they're just so helpful. And you can always pop in there, ask questions in the comments as they're going live. And and from what I've seen, it's just been so helpful for everybody. So if you guys aren't in the Facebook group, you're missing out. Join now um, so you can take advantage of it. I really honestly, and I'm not just saying this because it's our group. Like, I really don't know of any other groups that like you can just get free coaching from a team of expert coaches for just completely for free, just by being in the group. So if you're, you're not in it, there's really no reason not to be in it. But um, that is all for this week. We will be back next week with another episode. Thank you so much for listening. See you guys. Thanks for listening. If you learned something today, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review in iTunes. And if this particular episode resonated with you, do me a favor and take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag me at Vanessa G Fitness so I can show you some love. All right, my carb queens. Talk to you in the next episode.